everybody, it's the Fallen here. Hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween. I sure did. Sorry for the delay. This is my second episode. It has been a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. It is 9.33 p.m. where I live. Lots of threes there. I've been seeing the number three a lot for the last two weeks. And I'm a person that dissects number. <laughs> that was the 33 seconds when I looked down as well. When I see the number three, the first thing I automatically think is creativity. And then it moves into other aspects of numbers. I've never really been a good person with numbers. I've always had to use a calculator. I struggled in school with math. I've always let numbers intimidate me. Now, I said the next episode would be about the sheep, the wolf, and the shepherd. We all start out as sheep. And in my sheep way, my mind, with numbers, was a, a sheep. And the way that I teach myself and criticize myself through numbers, I'm not good enough. I can't add these types of things. I'm not going to keep going into that dialogue of the I can't and my book can't slew Abel. So we're going to dissect today my philosophy of what I've been taught um, through the sheep, the wolf, and the shepherd. And a lot of people ask me, why the shepherd? Why not the wolf? We all know why not the sheep. If you're on this path to enlightenment, self-discovery, self-evolution, self-sustainability, then you'll understand what I'm saying. Why not the sheep? Why not the wolf? Always the shepherd. We start out as sheep with the criticism, with the way that we think that we have to live our lives. You know, there's different households and different ways that we're raised. Some households were meant to be ourselves. Other households, we are grown up to be pushed to the limits. I had someone just recently tell me a happy child is a busy child. I didn't necessarily agree with that. I believe that children can be burnt out. And then I can that can cause them to be continue to be a sheep. To think the way that everyone else thinks. To think that this and this and this and this because of the way that they're taught. Well, my dad's a doctor. I gotta be a doctor. Or my mom's a nurse. I gotta be a nurse. That's the way of the sheep. Now, I'm not saying that these job titles are amazing to carry and hold. I'm not saying that doctors are bad. I'm saying that when we raise our children, we raise them to be themselves. And a lot of kids struggle with school. I sure struggled with school. Only with the math. So, as I start transitioning out of that sheep mode, and uh, got into numerology and understanding numerology and astrology, horoscopes and stuff and synchronicity of numbers. That has slowly helped me understand numbers. Through numerology, through understanding I'm a nine and humanitarian, uh, and this completion, it can vibrate at all different numbers. Uh, mood swings up and down, you know, moods with the frequencies that move through. Also being a 
hypersensitive empath, as we uh, spoke before, I feel a lot of things and everything for me is more intense than the other person sitting next to me. Now, a sheep would cut off the feelings. They'd, they'd cut that humanitarian switch. That would be very easy for me to do. But that would still make me the sheep. I wouldn't transition into the wolf. Transitioning into the wolf would to be able to face myself and push myself to the limits of self-evolution and understanding myself through numbers, through synchronicities. What are my thoughts when I'm seeing these numbers? How can I break these numbers down into frequencies? We've seen colors and we broke those colors down into frequencies and then from frequencies we broke them into numbers. That much I do know. I can break those colors down. I can break these frequencies down. I can understand most physics, parapsychology, psychology, human anatomy. But you throw some numbers at me and I then become the sheep. <laughs> so I'm learning that through the sheep, wolf, and the shepherd, that we have different layers of our egos that we can dissect and see where we are being the sheeple, where we're being the wolf, and where we're being the shepherd. So we all know what the sheep is. Now the wolf, it's like the hunter. And there's different layers of the wolf, just like there's different layers of the sheep, just like there's different layers of the shepherd. But for me, I think that the shepherd is more simple and just simplistically broken down into one category for me and my philosophy. The wolf has so many different layers. The wolf can hunt those that don't need to be hunted. The wolf can hurt those that don't need to be hurt. Sorry for that. I didn't mean to uh, not uh, turn my phone on silent. Let me just turn it on silent. As I had spoke before in the um, the first episode, I'm not going to edit things out. I'm still learning how to use this platform. So bear with me as I get everything all in motion. As you'll see, I like uh, people to see my growth. That's what makes me the shepherd, you know. Um, I like people to see my growth. I, I don't... Um, I always show unfinished art. I... I'm not going to edit something out. I don't usually take a hundred selfies to post it. This is me. This is me. This is me. Sometimes I'll use a filter. Sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll put makeup on. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes my hair is a mess and sometimes it's nice. <laughs> so going back to that before my phone, I had that nice little Facebook message. Um, and now it is now silence. My, my apologies to my wonderful crowd who has been waiting so long for the next episode. And, and I'm, I'm feeling really greatly appreciative to all of you who um, really liked the next, the last episode that I gave you. So the wolf has different categories. The wolf can jump up off the porch and, um, and protect, you know, as to where the shepherd is always on the porch. <laughs> I like to consider myself a stoop kid. That's what I call it. Always on the stoop. Um, I used to uh, work for this property and we held events and, uh, you know, down in the, the barn dance, everyone's hanging out and dancing and just having a good time and, you know, everything's going on around me. And even if I had a moment to spare, I found myself on the stoop. People would ask why. I can always enjoy that property when everybody was gone. I like to protect people. That's what the shepherd does. The wolf doesn't so much protect, depends on the evolution of the wolf state. The shepherd protects 
to me to break the shepherd down in one separate category to be protection. To sit there on that stoop and hear that music playing from the background and in my mind I'm like, oh, I wonder what my friends are doing. I hope they're having a great time. You know, but there's a gate behind me. There's a lockbox that needs to be protected. There's a whole home that needs to be watched. I had my friends' backs. I continued to have their backs even while my back wasn't so much covered and protected in my time of need. It still made me the shepherd. This isn't an analogy on hurting others or breaking down metaphors into stabbing or jabbing at people. <laughs> this is simply putting it in a raw format that I am the shepherd. But I can also be the wolf, but I also could be the sheep. This is an easy way for us to learn our layers of our ego, to be able to dissect what it is within us that we need to change instead of looking outward to those and asking them what we need to change or wanting to change through their eyes and how they see us and how we should be through their eyes. How you are through your eyes, if that is who you are, that's, make, that's what makes you happy, comfortable in your life, then live it. But is it the sheep? Is it the wolf? Or is it the shepherd? As a shepherd, I have many wolf friends. They're good wolves. They don't hunt. They simply protect like the sheep, but in a broader aspect. They'll go further out of the perimeter where the shepherd just sits on the stoop and does a perimeter sweep around the home, comes back to the stoop. Perimeter sweep around the home, comes back to the stoop. So it's a nice metaphor and a way of looking at how you can dissect the layers of your ego simply by sitting on your stoop, simply by meditation, understanding your ins and outs, your emotional behaviors. To know when you are your best self is one of the most hardest things to do. That's what makes you a shepherd. I said something out of my mouth that I shouldn't have. I should immediately dissect that, not why I did it, that can come later, but immediately look at that person and say, I really should not have said that. I hope that you can understand I'm not right in my mind, but to say sorry would mean that I'm a sorry individual. Don't be sorry, change. Don't be sorry, change. Be the change that you want to see, and I know that we've heard that, but don't be sorry, change. Find new ways to talk to people. When you make these outbursts or when these emotions arise within you and you flare up, I'm not in my right state of mind. I should not have said that. I hope that you can understand. It breaks that chain. It breaks that cycle of the genes within us that makes mistakes the worst thing in the world. And it also helps you with forgiving yourself because without forgiveness of self, we cannot forgive others and therefore we hold grudges which makes us the sheep and the wolf because when you hold a grudge you're also hunting when you hold a grudge you're spreading rumors when you hold a grudge you're still talking about what happened to you and not about the way that you're progressing 
the train is going by. I hope that you all can hear that. I, I get soothed from the train that's way up the road. Even living in the forest, it's the loudest thing that we have here. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to have that one little piece of the city kind of brought through real quick, you know, and it comes through and I have some friends that are up the road. That So it's kind of comforting to me because I do spend a lot of time in solitude to know that it passed a lot of my friends uh, from here down to Miami, from here over to Delray. Um, from here over to Daytona and et cetera, et cetera. These are little ways of the shepherd. You know, the shepherd gets sad, you know, it sits on the front porch and it kind of lays down and it puts its head on its paws and it kind of has that puppy dog look, you know. Feelings and emotions aren't bad and the shepherd knows that. You know, the shepherd knows that. The wolf acts out on its emotions. So by what I just said, if I come out of my mouth or emotions in a, in a way that isn't proper, I know I'm now being the wolf, but I'm not being the proper wolf. And the sheep understands none of this. Sheep doesn't want anything to do with inner workings or inner linings. And sometimes I can be a sheep because even at times when I mess up and someone is giving me philosophy and telling me to stay positive, I can make the worst face, the biggest sigh and breathe dragon air. I don't want to hear this right now, you know. So, as a shepherd, it's been trite, it's been quite the, the trilogy of um, holy, holy duality within myself, mind, body, and spirit. And the, the trilogy inside of me that I'm working hard on being myself. This podcast was something that took me a long time to get enough courage up to do when I have a lot of people that love what I say. I have a lot of people that support what I say and I have a lot of people that hang on to what I say and ask for my opinion. And with a lot of emotional past and, and things that have happened, I don't quite put myself in the category of I can make it until now. You know, it's just been recently where I realized that I'm very magical and that my voice just alone is angelic and uh, that in that placement of the shepherd with that confidence that I can sit on that stoop by myself and protect the home doing that perimeter sweep and coming back into that placement whether the other shepherds are with me or not it's okay to be alone and that's the main topic even though we're breaking down the wolf, the sheep, and the shepherd, and the shepherd, and the sheep, and the wolf, and the layers of the egos, and dissecting ourselves through one another here, everything that I'm going to be speaking about through these podcasts is mirroring. I'm basically just talking to myself out loud, because she's all I have. She's all I have at the end of the day. Now, when this podcast blows up and, and does all these things, and, and eventually people want to meet me, or, you know... Um, I want to travel the world and see these things and do the things. I always have to remember that everything that I do is not perfect. It's art. It's a work of art. Our voices are work of art. Eye contact is one way that I know that someone is a shepherd because it is the, the way to the soul. And when I'm having a conversation with somebody and they cannot give me eye contact ever, it has me in my emotions of now trying to read this person. But I'm only a reader for so long because of the hypersensitive empathy that I will only read you for a second. And if I can't, or if it feels to me that it's not going anywhere, 
I'm literally just going to walk away from the whole situation. With each thing that we do in life, there is an effect that it has. There is a way that our energy transpires and transfers into another realm and then a paradigm of which we are creating in our realities. I encourage everyone to be shepherds. I encourage everyone to look into this holy trinity of what I'm dissecting with you all this evening. Dive deep into that inner knowing and inner, inner understanding that you are enough. That every little thing and every big thing that you do is a big thing. Everything that you do is a big thing. I'm a lover of the little things. I actually just had a fortune cookie last night with my Chinese food because I was way too tired from cooking uh, or to cook. Definitely, I was cooking um, for a whole week. Uh, let's not get into that, but <laughs> I was tired of cooking. So it got me some Chinese food and that's basically what the fortune was about. It's hard to believe in ourselves when the world has changed so much from social media to filters to this is how this is and this is how this is and this is the way fashion should be and, and women should look this way. And um, I want to I have like a little funny session here just for a second to light, lighten it up a little bit. Twerking. Now... Twerking is a very good thing to do, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I tell everyone to twerk, okay? Twerking is something that it helps <laughs> loosen up your, your body here. I'm sure most of you are laughing, like, where is she going with this, you know? Um, but it's something that loosens up your whole muscle system. Uh, the frame of your body, it, it loosens up your nervous system. Um, but I made a post on Instagram just recently about how it became a perversion thing. And, um, it's just, for me, I've never really done it in public because it, it is perversion and it is looked at like every, I, you know, I want you to come over and touch me or I want to go home with you. And in reality, I'm really just having a good time. I really don't want to go home with you or touch you. I'm actually, I've just been dancing all night and my body hurts. So now I'm shaking it all out, you know, and, uh, that's the way of the shepherd. I hold myself in high regards to my body, the way I'm presented and the way that I want the world to see me. And that's why it takes me so long to get one piece of art done or one song finished or having enough um, courage to have a podcast because I go into the, the sheep mode that's combined with that wolf that is now in like a hunting of, of self. And now I'm searching as a wolf inside of myself as the shepherd protects my aura. Now I'm inside of myself as a wolf searching and searching. Well, why are you being so, so, so self-conscious? Or why aren't you having and holding enough confidence in yourself to know that you have what it takes? We all have what it takes because everyone has a deeper rooted part of them that is just waiting to come out. But we have to go through this holy trinity within ourselves. We have to align our inner being with our inner being and not the outer beings that we surround ourselves around with. 
addiction. Addiction. Now, I'm not just talking about drug addiction. We have video game addiction, TV addiction, coffee addiction, sugar addiction, um, all different kinds of things. And I'm going to go into a little bit of a play here because we just had Halloween. And I've just seen a post where someone had said uh, that this is, this is a time of poison, that they call it flu season, but this is a time of poison. And he kind of broke it down in such a way um, with this meme where it was like, you know, we have the, the candy season, you know, then we have the, the pie season, then the cookie season, and then we have New Year's, which is the booze season. And everyone ends up getting the flu. Everyone ends up getting sick. Well, we're eating a bunch of sugar. You know, we're eating like crap. The kids are eating like crap. Their teeth are rotting out. You know, and as a mother, um, I, if I have any regret, it, it, it is that I lied to my children about Santa Claus, about the Tooth Fairy, about all these things, the Easter Bunny, and all these things. If I could go back, I wouldn't have lied to my children. And I most likely wouldn't celebrate most holidays. Now, I'm not selling, saying we wouldn't celebrate Christmas, but now we eat a lot healthier you know, I'm pescatarian, so is my little one. You know, her and I, we only eat fish and chicken. Or seafood, you know, and, and um, that is a shepherd in me. Because I know when I'm putting these other things in my body, that it is not good for me. It's not good for my health. It's not good for my depression. It's not good for, you know, just the way that my body and my makeup is. That's a shepherd in me. The shepherd in me knows certain things, but sometimes becomes a wolf because she's so scared to say these things out loud. She's so scared to say these things out loud out of judgment from what others might think, say, or do. When in reality, I shouldn't be that way. We need to find a healthy balance within our inner knowing that we are good enough. With each thing that we do, we are good enough. Self-criticism gets us, gets us nowhere. And I want to give everybody a little bit of homework, I guess you could call it. But I want everybody, for the next week, until the next episode comes out next Thursday, to find something that is a good medium for you. Whether it be making jewelry, Painting, drawing, dancing, writing, playing instruments, singing, whether it's in the shower, outside, in your car. I want everybody to get in touch with their inner child. Their inner child. We're going to go back to that number three. That was 23-6 that that was at the time. We're going to go back to that three. Because threes are very important for creativity and the inner knowing that your guides got you, your incessive masters got you. To pay attention to what you love and what you want to do to create this, this world around you that is self-sustainable within what you are doing. If you're uncomfortable in your job, I'm not saying to quit it. I'm saying to find this medium within you and capitalize off of it. I used to hate money. Oh, it's the root of all evil. You know, I don't want to own money. I don't want to own all these things. No. It is okay to have money. It is okay to be rich. Because I'm already rich. I'm rich inside of myself. 
it is okay to want finer things in life. It's how we go about getting the finer things in life. Are we being the wolf and preying on people and taking what's not ours rightfully? From corporations to friends? Are we working really, really hard to succeed in life and get the things that we need? Three is a very important number. If you're starting to see repeated patterns of 333-222-666-555, that will be the next episode. We're going to break down synchronistic numbers and their meanings. But for this episode, we're definitely going to cut it short. I have been out of town um, for some great endeavors, and it's been an incredible, magical experience and very, very tiring as well. That's the shepherd and me talking, saying, at first it was the wolf. Well, you know, are they going to care? Are they going to stop following you? Are they not going to listen? Are they going to cut the video off? Sorry, not video, the podcast. Not going to go back. <laughs> if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Either way, I'm still happy. And if you could see my face right now, I'm shining and bright and smiling from ear to ear just because I'm able to speak freely over this platform and not be seen for my looks. And that means a lot for me to even say, and it means a lot to me for someone to see my inner beauty before they see my outer beauty, to feel my energy as they walk up and sit next to me by a fire and just understand me right away. It's great. It's nice to have companionship. And shepherds look for that. And we're very, very picky on who we pick to have that companionship with. I recently just went through some traumatic breakup and a very traumatic relationship that once that person was gone and out of my head, I started seeing my synchronistic numbers again. My garden started growing again. I started gardening again. I started painting even better than I was painting before. My voice got better. I got calmer. My life started to change for the better. That's the shepherd in me. But the sheep in me wanted to stay because I wanted to save the puppy becoming the wolf. That's my cup. That's a bear, but you know, tomato, tomato, bear shit in the woods, right? <laughs> like I said, I'm tired and uh, I definitely didn't want to leave you all hanging on here. The sheep, the wolf, and the shepherd is a great dialogue with, with the inner knowing of how to understand yourself, how to understand others around you, how to evolve situations, and how to de-escalate situations within yourself. If you cannot just de-escalate a situation within yourself, then you certainly can't be a peacemaker for others. And it's not an easy job on the Enneagram to be a peacemaker, and that's what I am on the Enneagram. It's a peacemaker. And sometimes I've not been so much of a peaceful person and uh, we're always working on ourselves, you know. Uh, for Halloween this year, I was going to put caution tape around me and then hang a big sign and say under construction. Because we're always under construction. We never stop working on ourselves. You'll be 80 years old trying to figure something out, you know, within yourself. Everything that we do has consequences. 
and the unconscious mind that some carry and some withhold. To me, I've cut those people out of my life, and that was a very hard thing to do. And I want to tell everyone tonight that's that's listening, and the people that will listen after tonight, and send us up into the beautiful satellites of space, knowing that I'm never alone, that I'm being guided, that if it's not serving you, it's hurting you. And to know the difference between enabling and know the difference between helping. And if you don't love yourself, then you can't love another. You're only just going into further dialogue of shadow work that doesn't need to happen. The shadow work lies within you and home was a, is within your heart. And a shepherd knows that. I can take myself anywhere and sometimes I'm very uncomfortable and I have to remember that I am the shepherd and it's up to me to make my vibe. I don't follow my tribe, I follow my vibe. And that's been a very rough, lonely world. So tonight I'm gonna to end with a little guided meditation to help you all kind of get settled in, nestled into bed. And if you're not in bed, maybe pause this and come back at a later time when you have time to be able to focus on a small meditation before we close for this evening. I really want to thank all the listeners so far who have um, been listening and it's only just a few, but it really touched my heart and my soul. And when I seen the um, outcome of it and it was the number six, I know it's only six, but that's a little, that's, that's some threes breaking down and broken down. <laughs> so it made me thrive to continue on with this journey, with this podcast and and hoping that it touches lives because it touches mine. It touches mine to know that I have this inner knowledge. It touches my mind and my body and my soul to know that I thrive for inner change, that I thrive for self-sustainability and, and evolution. And I'm trying to find myself even still at 39. So tonight we're going to work on the root chakra. And if you're not familiar with the chakras, we'll have an episode about chakras coming up after the synchronicity of numbers. So that way you can better understand synchronicity of numbers as we work on the um, fourth episode that will be chakras. I want everyone to keep your eyes open just kind of gaze. If you have a candle without the glass, maybe just, you know, a bigger candle that's not covered with something like glass inside of a candle holder, just like a long candle or something that's on top of a candle holder so that you can see the flame. I want you to see this flame. This is your inner fire. The good part. The creation part, not the destruction part. So I want you to keep your eyes open 
and look into this flame. I'll give you a moment to light the candle. As I do that, I'm going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to inhale as I fill my belly up for seven seconds. Hold for three and exhale for seven, sucking my belly in. As I stare at the flame of this candle, exhaling through the mouth, Sucking my belly towards my spine, getting rid of any stale air. Inhale, allowing my cells to communicate and feeling my body getting lighter as I'm staring at this flame and holding for three seconds. Exhaling then through the mouth for seven seconds. Sucking my belly in through the spine, looking into that flame that is me. Once you do that seven times while staring at the flame, I want you to then close your eyes. Here we go. Three more. Two more. On the last one, as it exhale, close your eyes. As you exhale and suck your belly towards your spine, I want you to imagine your root chakra. And imagine a big red ball of beautiful light expanding, nurturing, cleansing. holding space for your roots, giving you strength throughout your torso and up through your crown and your earth star, feeling the sensation of this red, bright light just moving in a clockwise way, 
Turning yourself into your inner body. Breathe comfortably, as comfortably as you like. But in through the nose and out through the mouth. Feel sucking that belly towards your spine as you are breathing out. But filling your belly up as you are inhaling. Envisioning that red light guiding you. How does your body feel right now? Where is the pain? How do you feel from that pain? Breathe through that pain giving that pain oxygen, breathing through it so the muscles can release any part of yourself that is not serving yourself. Pain is weakness leaving the body and we all have pain. Imagine that red light healing those pain parts of your body right now, centering yourself in the flame, the flame is creation, is healing, helping you grow and nourish yourself, helping you become one with your root chakra. Letting you know that your body is healing through the root chakra. This red light is just expanding. You feel lifted. You feel your body coming up off the ground. You feel helpless. You can also feel hopeless. If you are expanding this root chakra, you should feel security and grounded. You should feel an energetic, optimal weight being lifted off of you. That is if your root chakra is balanced. So I want you to feel security, humility, grounded, stable, energetic, optimal weight eating healthy and proper alignment. As you feel the security within that root chakra spreads through your entire aura, lifting you high off the ground, but yet so sound and grounded. You are healing parts of your body right now through understanding this chakra. Do a moment of silence. How do you feel now? 
I want you to bring yourself back into center. I want you to feel this energetic red light within you that keeps you grounded. And when you're not grounded, you know that that root chakra is not balanced. When your self-esteem is low, you know that root chakra is not balanced. I want you to come back into yourself, rooting yourself back into earth. I want you to know that you're good enough because I'm good enough and you're all a part of me as I'm a part of you. You may open your eyes whenever you're ready. I'm feeling comfortable enough to do so. I want to thank everyone for joining this podcast this evening. I want to wish everyone a very happy Halloween that just passed. And furthermore, moving into more podcasts. The fourth episode will be a splendid episode, and it will be all about guiding you through each chakra. I hope that you've all enjoyed this podcast. I can't wait to see you all watch me grow, or you all to hear me grow, and understand how to use this platform. It's been an honor sharing the evening with you all. Many blessings, love, peace, and prosperity. This is The Folly, signing off.